0: Hello everybody, Pastor Iris again back with you. Well we've had a glorious time here in the the home of Pastor King James and we're going to continue today with the series that, that King wants to talk about. The King wants to talk about.
1: Wow, the King—that's king. Jesus. The, That's the King absolutely. is Jesus. That's we, right. we are just one of the kings.
0: That's right. We're just one of the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> so when we accept Jesus Christ, this is Eddie. One of Eddie's writings again. I, you know, the timely word of God. It absolutely amazes me how, w- whatever we do, God dovetails everything just to work for His purpose. And Eddie had sent me this one, and he said. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives, a spiritual miracle takes place within us, and we're born again. We're new people. Paul, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, calls it a new creation. That really is something. It goes on to say that the old has gone and all things have become new. We are, in fact, the new people of God. More than that, we're joined together in a wonderful spiritual structure, called the church. Even more than that, God's word tells us we are chosen for a purpose and adopted into God's family as his children. And the church, I believe, isn't just a building, it's about people. Mm. And that's where God dwells. Mm. And there's more, saved and chosen, adopted and loved, forgiven and washed clean, new hearts, new lives, and a new future. And, wait for it, we're given a whole new status. <laughs> 1 Peter 2 verse 9 tells us that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood mm. and a holy nation, mm. his special people. Mm. What do you think of that? Yeah. Revelation 1 verse 6 gives us a picture of heavenly worship where God's people are singing to him who loved us and washed us from our sins, In his own blood. And has, note this, made us kings and priests unto God. Mm. To him be glory and dominion forever. Amen. Amen. He has made us kings and priests. This is not just what we will be in heaven. It is what we are now, right now. Mm. Whatever your age or your circumstance, male or female, you are right now a king and a priest. Mm. You are part of that royal family that royal priesthood in Christ Jesus, reigning in him and blessing others in his name. The moment you were born again, you could come before him as an anointed priest. You could come with boldness to the throne of grace. Hebrews 10 verses 19 through 22 refer to that. In the Old Testament, both kings and the priests, chosen by God, were anointed to lead and bless his people Israel, Mm. specially prepared oil was poured over their heads, and it was a symbol of God's approval, God's presence, and God's power. As God the Father's chosen person, you too are anointed. In Luke 4.18, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me. Yes, Jesus was anointed to preach the gospel, to heal the brokenhearted, And to set the captives free. In Christ you are anointed. Mm. You've been forgiven. Washed and filled in his love. The oil of joy. Isaiah 61 verse 3. And spiritual authority. Is flowing over your life. Praise God. You can say with David the shepherd boy. He anoints my head with oil. And my cup is overflowing. Psalm 23. Well, you can certainly be blessed as your anointing flows and thro- flows over you again today, King. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, you've been talking about the grace of God, the glory of God. Mm. Um, I know you've got something special again for us today. No, I
1: like actually, I really like what you read, you know, especially, especially the beginning part where it says we have been placed into. In Imagine, I just painted a picture, imagine you're not... Born a royal, <laughs> yes. you're not born a royal. The only way you could be royal is that you're born a royal. Yes. That's it, isn't it? Like we have Prince Harry and, and Meghan, and no, not Meghan, but you know Prince Harry and oh, then yeah, William, yeah. The and William and uh, yes. the royal okay, family here in UK. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. you're born into it. You just that's it. Um, and I was thinking, what that scripture is saying that we are now in a royal priesthood, a holy nation is brilliant for us who, I will refer to us to Gentiles, we are not Jewish people, that we're just drafted into this, just yeah, just given this absolutely. right to be royals. You know? yeah. Now my name is King James. Well, I'm just mocking about there. But yeah. <laughs> my name being King, I'm part of the royal family.
0: <laughs> actually, you, um, you, you, you could have actually stumbled on something there. Because, yeah. <laughs> yes, we could be Jewish. Yeah. because We are. We, yeah. By faith. By faith. Exactly. But also, even by blood. Because at the di- diaspora, uh-huh. when the Jews were sent all over the world, they intermarried... They didn't, they should have married many. into their culture. Yeah. But because of the dispersion, everybody intermarried, into e- Exactly. It is amazing. We've got Jesus in our DNA.
1: Absolutely. And that brings it, Paul made this case very well in the book of Romans, chapter 4. He started a, a, a very good case here, and maybe which is what I would like us to look at today. Paul looked at, started telling us, listen, we are. He started telling us about the faith of Abraham. Yes. The faith of Abraham in the book of Romans, chapter 4. But I like the fact that he didn't just end there, he tried to first of all debate and not not debate, lay a case for us that we are part of that family. We are mm-hmm. part of Abraham's family. Yeah. Why? Because he says it this way, and we we'll probably read it in, in verse 16 of Romans chapter 4. He says that those who are in faith, those who believe. Have the same faith of Abraham. In other words, we are now same as Jewish. Of course, other places Paul will say there's no no this no difference between the Jews and the Gentiles, referring to those who had the natural birth of being having the blessings of God through Abraham, and those who just don't have the natural birth but have a spiritual birth of being part of abraham's family we can all enjoy the blessings of god that's right and and this is what probably i would like us to talk about the power of faith the power of faith if you like you can qualify that and say the power of faith in christ so what does that mean before we go into that maybe what we would like to look at is everything you read now. happened this thing that you read about being a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and all that—all of that happened because of faith. You—you mm. mm. you never had any of that if you don't believe and in that's Jesus. That's right.
0: That's right. It just can't happen. Can it is it? it?
1: impossible. Just forget it. Yeah. <laughs> that statement is for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. What makes us a royal priesthood is because we are the child of a king himself. That's why I say. He is the king, and we are all many other kings and queens. (laughs) Princesses (laughs) and whatever you want to pick. Pick your own title if you want, as long as you're still subject to him. That's right. right. Um, If you want, add your, your royal highness or whatever you want to call it. So I'm going to probably just mention three things that I believe, or four actually, things that I believe faith brings us. Faith brings us a, maybe just three. The power of faith, or what I call the power or effect of faith. What kind of faith? Remember, the faith, the same faith that Abraham had. So, Bible tells us that Abraham is the father of faith.
0: That's yeah, true.
1: yeah. Abraham is the father of faith. Actually, you see that in, again, verse 4, chapter 16, um, chapter 4, verse 16. Let me see if I could just read that quickly. Chapter 4, verse 16. If you don't mind, If you
0: consider also that he was a sojourner in the country? He was always on the move. He didn't rest anywhere, did he? When God told him to move, he moved. But and, and when he was always, I mean, he that, believed that, God. That, yeah, he just, that, he just God. lived like that. He
1: just lived believing God. Abraham right. did, and that's why he's the father of faith. He says in in Romans chapter four verse sixteen, and I'm, I'm reading the big passion of faith because we're going to read it later. Uh-huh. He says. If we have faith like Abraham, it, it says. Sorry, let me read the whole thing. So the promise is received by faith. It is a gift. It's, it is as a it is given as a free gift, and we are setting. We are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. If we have faith like Abraham, Abraham is the father of all. Who believes. That's
0: why I said we've got the DNA. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Abraham is the father of you and me. And it doesn't matter which part of the world we are in. If you believe in Jesus, Abraham is your father. That's what Paul is telling us. So let's go back now. So what faith am I talking about? I'm talking about the faith of Abraham Mm -hmm. in the God who is able to raise the dead. Paul um, Paul talks about that's what Abraham believed in God. Number one thing. That faith brings us is that faith makes us righteous. Faith makes us righteous. The way I think, Iris, <laughs> is the way I think is that words has to mean something to me. Once you say the word righteous, I, I even though I'm a long time Christian, I've been a Christian for many, many years. Yeah, I'm almost an anti church person. Let me use the, even though I'm a pastor, what I mean by anti-church person is that anti-church terminology. So whenever I hear some terminology, I want to understand what does that mean? So if you say to me salvation, what does salvation mean? Even though I've been a Christian for many years, I know what it means, but now that I'm teaching, my mind doesn't Want to just say them without explaining them? That's right. Because I just understand that my son, maybe because I have a twelve-year-old son, you've <laughs> so, got to
0: explain yeah, it. yeah, you've Tell got it. to
1: explain everything because some of them don't understand any of this word. That's it's right. not being taught in schools anymore, so you have to yeah. explain what is righteousness. Righteousness is, according to the dictionary, the act the acting in upright way, or what we will call moral way so to say that someone is righteous you're saying that that person is doing something that is virtuous something that is good it's actually what you will go to court and say this person is a morally good person and a person who ends up in a court for a bad thing will say he's not righteous
0: when i was a little girl it used to be we used to call him a goody goody
1: goody goody, thank you goody, goody, that's a good. Let's keep to that one so, so faith makes us goody goody if that makes sense. if that makes any sense, but let me explain further this is morally acceptable before God yeah. ha, this is this opens yeah. up a different debate, even though we may not be morally acceptable before people. But you are morally acceptable before God. That's right. They say it's where it gets very, very difficult to understand. Yeah. Why do I mean by that? What do I mean by this? This is why God never equated Abraham's lie to sin. Yes. Did Abraham lie about his wife? Yes. Yet he did. Did Abraham do everything that he needs to do right? No. Did Abraham have two wives? Yes. And I'm not promoting that people should have two wives. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, concubines, please. That's not what I'm saying. Please. That's not what I'm saying. My point is that you saw that God constantly was relating with Abraham based on his faith, yeah. not based on what he, his right leaving alone. That's right. Okay. And but Otherwise,
0: he wouldn't have made it, would he?
1: No, no chance. No chance. He wouldn't have made it. Remember, this is way before the law of Moses came. Way many, many years before Back that of the day
0: happened. Is a sacrifice, sacrifice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So,
1: faith makes us right, righteous. It makes us morally right before God. It doesn't mean that we are always acting right. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that is interesting here because sometimes people say, "Hang on a minute, but that guy just." Went past the car and then he, he blew his horn, Tutu! and he shouted, <laughs> and he said he's a Christian. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that even though he's morally right before God, doesn't mean he's always acting the right thing. But God still sees that individual yeah. as righteous before him. Why? Because his faith in Christ Jesus. That is a, a discussion that is very difficult for christians to sometimes understand especially if you have a view that you should work out your salvation or that you're the one that is your right work and the things you're doing that saves you no it's our faith in jesus that saves us and i may not have all the time in the world to discuss that
0: he is our righteousness
1: thank you (laughs) so why do i say that it's scripture to show us Romans chapter 1, from, from from chapter 4, from verse 1 to 3. It says, Abraham was humanly speaking the founder of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? It is if if his good deeds, important to note this, if his good deeds made him right, made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. Mm. I'm not the one saying this, this, is the scriptures. That's right. But that was not God's way. That's a big statement for me. It means that God actually doesn't want any human being to come to him based on their own good deeds. That's true. That's what Paul... It doesn't
0: Paul, work, he didn't make salvation he, that way.
1: It's not his style. It's just yeah. not his style. Yeah. If you go through the scriptures, God, God was picking all those people who were not... Moses just killed someone and God picked him. Yes. Yes. just to think of it. Yeah. He's the one that just committed murder and was running for his life. That's the one he picked to be the deliverer. Yeah. That is not God's way. God's way is not where people are always clean, innocent, never makes a mistake. Everything about them is brilliant. And then God says, oh, based on his righteousness, I'm picking him. There's no one in the Bible for that. If God wants that, he sends his son. Jesus mm-hmm. to do that. That's the only one with no sin to come and work for God. Why? Because he was going to take the sin of the world.
0: That's right.
1: Amen. So that, I said amen because I'm, I feel, I'm beginning to feel church now. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, 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 verse 3 it says, for the scripture tells us, Abraham believed God and, he, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Mm. So faith makes us righteous before God. Important thing to take note of. I don't have all the time to go through this, but the most important thing you want to take note on that point, that same point is, you cannot earn your salvation. Please, please, if you're listening to me, listening to this radio station right now, stop trying to become, earn to become a child of God. You don't do that. Let just receive that adoption. Receive. What we do is to receive because it is a gift. Romans chapter 4, verse, five, four and verse 4 and 5 says to us, When people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they have earned. But people are counted as righteous, because not because they work, but because their faith is in the God who forgives sinners. Okay. So stop yeah. trying to earn your salvation. Receive it. Number two point, faith makes us blessed. Yes. Faith makes us blessed. What that mean, I will explain this because this is very vast. This is very big. It means that we, faith restores our divine authority. That will mean our dominion mandate. I don't know if you, if you heard the word dominion mandate, that means, you know what God said to Abraham? Not Abraham, sorry, Adam. Yeah. What God said to Adam, you could have dominion, rule the earth, be in charge of the birds, of the seas, and everything that moves on the earth. He gave man all authority over everything on that's earth.
0: That's right, that's
1: right. Faith restores us back to that position.
0: Yeah.
1: Because that's a blessed position. It's a very blessed position. Remember, when Adam fell, what did he get? A curse, opposite of a blessing. Yeah. What was the curse? You know, from this time onwards, you and these animals will all be fighting each other. The uh, the grounds are not going to work for you anymore. In other words, yeah. the earth becomes your enemy. Yeah. The same earth that you were supposed <laughs> to be in charge and rule over now becomes an enemy for you. You have to tail the ground and work hard yeah. to get food out of it. Yeah. Everything yeah. goes against you. So faith brings us to the place where... We could call a tree to bring forth fruit for us, and it will bring forth fruit. That's why Jesus was disappointed with the fig for not responding to his hunger, and he cursed that tree.
0: I wonder why that happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why the sea should not be able to stop Jesus from crossing over. When the storm came up, and he said to the storm, calm down, what are you doing? I'm here. Everything should be under our dominion. Yes. Faith brings us to that place. And that's why when he needed to walk to the other side, he walked on water. The water had to seal up so that he could go across. That's why Jesus never lived by the, 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 didn't allow nature to determine what he's doing. No, he determined what to do. He was the second Adam. Yes. Yes. He was the second Adam. That would have been what Adam was enjoying when he was in charge of everything before he sinned faith restores our divine authority over everything someone might say to me hang on a minute how do you know this king how you can you can just make all these big big claims that's exactly what paul was saying in romans chapter 4 verse 13 and 14 it says this clearly god's promise to give the whole earth to abraham and his descendants was, based, was n- based not on his obedience to God's law. This is important. It was not based on God, Abraham's obedience to God's law, but on, the, on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. Absolutely. So it's just that simple thing that God said to Abraham, Abraham, leave your father and your mother and go to the land for which I will show you. It was just one guy like that. God picked him and said, not because he's good. His father was a pagan anyway. But he picked the guy, spoke to this individual. The individual responded to God and God spoke blessing over him. Why? Because he believed and he listened. That's right. In verse 16, what. what, uh, okay, verse 14, it says, if God's promise is only for those who obey the law... Then faith is not necessary, and the promise is pointless. Mm -hmm. This is Paul. That's right. If if we only get God's blessing based on what good we have done, then we we don't need faith.
0: That's right. We just say we have to be good. Yeah, you don't have to. Everyone have to work for
1: it. You have to earn it.
0: Yeah, like a child when you said, "Oh, go to your room," and then they come back and then they get a little (laughs) knickknack, you know, and it's all is forgiven.
1: Exactly. Verse verse 16, guess what he said. So, the promise is received by faith. What promise? That's interesting. What promise is, is this Paul talking about? The promise is received by faith. It is a gift. It is given as a free gift. And we all are certain to receive it. What promise is this? I've just read some of it. Number one is, I will give you the whole earth. Number two, you see it in Genesis chapter 12. He says, God said to Abraham, um, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and I will make you famous. Famous here yeah, means I'll make you glorious. I'll give my, put my glory on you. I will be, you will be blessed. You will, you'll be a blessing to others. All the nations of the earth will be blessed through you. This is promised to Abraham and his descendants. Who are his descendants? All of us. I am. Thank you.
0: I got the
1: DNA. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Faith makes you a blessed woman. Yeah. Let me sp- bring this home before we make the last point. The last point is our, the third point. Let me talk a little bit more on this. Please, if you're listening to this, this is exactly what Jesus was referring to when he said, this sign... Shall follow those who believe. He didn't say those who do the right thing, no. those who who live the right way, who obey the Ten Commandments and all those things. I'm not against, I obey the Ten Commandments, but he's saying those who believe, anyone, yes, anyone who believes, what are those signs? Dominion. How do I know? You can heal the sick, you can cast out demons. Mm. Why is it casting out demons? Because the earth belongs to us. No not belongs to the devil. Even though he was cast down here, it doesn't belong to him. You can chase him out of situation. You could pick up serpents. You know, there was that dominion right. over animals. Yeah. You could drink poisons, plants, food. Food be- doesn't become poisonous. Again, mm-hmm. any food at all you eat will not kill you. You could drink poison and it will not harm you. You could pick up serpents. You can, you, know, ha- you could pick up snakes and scorpions. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Dominion mandate, faith. Yes.
0: But I'm going to point out there in case anybody might think they can just go out there and pick up poison and drink it. No, no, that's not what it means. It means that, if something happened and, and, and it was
1: If you look at Jesus, absolutely point. Yeah. If you look at Jesus, Jesus never went to the water and said, let me see if I can walk on it yeah. for the, just to prove a point. Yeah. no. But Jesus needed to go across to the other side. That's then right. he walks on water. Miracles are not something we do to prove point. He, right. You don't say, you know what, I want to prove that God heals the sick. Let me, is there any dead person here? Let me just prove a point. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's silliness that's right. that sometimes people do. No, there's no need for that. We we believe God that he, the Bible says, anyone who comes to God must first of all believe that he is. It, that's right. You don't have to use mm. miracles to know that God is. That's we right. believe God by faith. Now, but if I'm in a situation where down there's a scorpion around me and that's the only way I have to go, my faith, based on my faith, I should walk past those scorpions and tread upon those scorpions to get where I need to get yeah. that's the kind of point we're making yeah. and if there's a snake in a situation it, 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 on your way and that's the only way like in the, way, in the case of Daniel he was put in a lion's den that's the only place he could be that's right. but you will not see Daniel go to the wilderness and say let me just prove that Don't God I is awesome <laughs> <laughs> I wonder
0: if it's, it's the same one
1: <laughs> I, I wonder if this, they still remember me yeah.
0: <laughs> There's oh, no need for it. I don't think I could have coped with that. Oh, <laughs>
1: Golly. Oh, you don't see the children of his or children of God saying, "You know what? This fire looks like Australian fire. It looks like, <laughs> like it can burn." But still Shedra Commission are burning, stayed on fire. Sticking. Let's just go in. <laughs> Christ is with us anyway; He will appear. That would, yeah. that's not that's not it. That's right. But if you are caught in the middle of fire. And you are a faith person. Yeah. You should know. Here's my point. You should know that your faith, based on your faith in Christ Jesus, you can walk out of that fire. Not That's burnt. Right. No burn yeah. at all.
0: God is going to make a way. We need there to is come to another.
1: the place where we believe God yeah. and understand that faith brings dominion. Our dominion mandate again. That's right. Anyway, we're running out of time. There's so many <laughs> to talk about. I love talking about faith. Anyway, last point. Faith makes us pleasing to God. Faith makes us pleasing to God. Our faith gives God glory. That's my point here. God is blessed when we place our hopes in his promises and never give up. Sometimes people look down on this. What do I mean? Maybe today you are trusting God for money, but you haven't received it yet. And you're saying, God, give me the money for this rent. God, please, please, please. What pleases God is to give you that. That's one. But when God delays in doing that, and delay here is only from your perspective, not from his, because he knows there's no problem whatsoever. But let's say you didn't get it when you want to get it. You, faith, holding on, pleases him. It gives glory to God. Most times people give up. Most times people start saying things about God that is not supposed to. We glorify God by holding on in our faith yeah. and saying, God, even though I know I'm still struggling physically in my body, but I will never give up in trusting that you heal, that you are the God that heals us. Yeah. Abraham did this in Romans chapter 4, verse 17 and in to He says, that is what the scripture means when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead to life and who creates new life out of nothing. Even when there was no reason for hope. Mm-hmm. Abraham kept hoping, believing that, the, that he would become the father of many nations. For God said to him, that's how many true descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though at that at about hundred years of age, his he figured his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. Amazing. And in this, he brought glory to God. Mm -hmm. His faith grew stronger in that difficult situation. And in that, he brought glory to God. I just want to end today by saying, whatever it is you're trusting God for, that you're believing God for, maybe your child is not saved and you're praying, you've been praying, he's 28 today, or maybe he's 49. And you've been praying all these years. Your faith, holding on, holding on, yeah. brings glory to God. I want to encourage us that our faith makes us pleasing before God. No, our faith makes us righteous. If you have, if you believe in Jesus, you are right, righteous. He's already clothed you with a robe of righteousness. Mm. Number two, your faith is not a dormant thing. Use it. When I say use it. Use it for his glory. How do I mean? Call things that are not as though they are. Don't let things stop you. Believe God for healing, situations, circumstances in your city to change. Keep believing. And when you believe God for those things, whether you see it or not, if you hold on to your faith, you bring glory to him.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah, Never share your dream with somebody who doesn't believe in you. Share it with the right people <laughs> who are positive, you know, that are going to say, yeah, that sounds really great. Mm. I'm going to get alongside you. That's wonderful. Well, thank mm. you again. Thank you again. Mm. And, you know, I'm sure our listeners, have, we've enjoyed it here in the studio. <laughs> or in your house. And,
1: uh, my dining own, studio. my <laughs>
0: <our own> personal <laughs> glory meeting here. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Well, we'll be back again soon. So this is Pastor Iris signing off for now. And
1: King James.
0: King James. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Talk to you again soon.